Welcome to another 15-minute reset. I'm Lori Carice, and we did a 15-minute reset because, you know, we all need at least 15 minutes to kind of reset and adjust something in our lives, and it could be something in health and wellness, uh, family, relationships, and business. So today, we're going to kind of check that box on, on business and reset on social media with our expert here, who is Lorna Uh Ma-ura. <laughs> I've been practicing Ma-ura. So she's also, she's a virtual assistant um, and owns her own business, which is Lorlex Virtual Assistant Services. So Lorna, welcome. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited to have you here because social media is kind of one of those like cray-cray topics for people, you know, it's like, it can drive you crazy or it can be, you know, you're all in on all platforms. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not on all platforms. Some of them do drive me a little bit crazy and the scheduling. So that's definitely a space of which I can feel that I could be a little overwhelmed with at times. So knowing that there is help out there, I think is incredible for a lot of business a lot of businesses to connect with people like you to help you run social media. I'd love to get some tips and also talk about what it is you do with customers. So welcome. Let's talk social media. Thank you very much. Uh, when it comes to social media, I believe there's a lot of noise. The tips and uh, in, from Instagram experts and gurus, uh, they give you, uh, they'll say, uh, for example, in terms of uh, content creation, post every day post three times a day, post this, this kind of overwhelms uh, a business owner because, you know, most of the time we have solopreneurs and solopreneurs are those people who do it all by themselves. So handling their admins, handling their social media, it can lead to a certain burnout. And I usually like to say it's not a must to be on all platforms. We have Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube. Find a platform that is suitable for you. If you want to be on all the platforms, it's okay. If you want to choose one platform, it's still all right. As long as the key thing about social media, I believe it has it has created the world to become a small village in which different people are in different parts of the world, country, can truly connect and come together. And what I usually like about social media, I believe social media as a page, as your business, as a business owner, when you create a social social media page you intend to create a safe space for your target audience. And let me give, for example, and I would like to put a trigger warning for those people who face body dysmorphia or body insecurity. When you go to a clothing page, you would like to feel welcome. You'd like to feel your issues or your voice is heard. You'd like to feel when I check out your social media page, you'll find, I'll find what is suitable for my body type, what is suitable for my body size, I'll feel included and appreciated because they're not only focusing on one type of people, they're focusing in inclusive, inclusivity. And that's what I believe social media is all about, inclusivity. Um, so I offer uh, social media management services. I specialize on three platforms, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok. Um, I offer content creation, graphic design, real uh, creation, SEO caption writing, market research, what are, what are your target audience looking for? What are they looking for in your brand or in your particular products or services? Because I believe we don't just sell products or services, 
we sell feelings because we truly want to connect with what you're buying. What am why why am I buying this? How has it helped me resonate? How do I feel connected to it? So that's what I believe uh, about uh, social media. I hand it over to you. Yeah, <clears throat> I have a lot of things I actually want to bring up about social media because there's different types of users also you know you and I come more from like the creative platform we actually met on the clubhouse app but I also have a whole different category of my business that's the brick and mortar businesses these could be like martial arts studios fitness studios even restaurants so as you work with people I mean I'm assuming you're you're adjusting people's needs based on their type of business on you know the inclusivity you were talking about and applying to the right spaces because you know is pinterest right for brick and mortar like a, a mortar like a martial arts studio versus a coach or a consultant so um, how do, how do you determine that do you have both types of clients mm -hmm. uh, i usually like to uh, in terms of the question in terms of pinterest martial arts uh, is a very wide uh, Martial arts has a very type of its own um, character, or let me say, in uh, industry. So I believe I usually like in terms of Pinterest, I usually like to call it Google's twin, because it's just work, works out as a search engine optimization where you implement the keywords. So as I believe, if you have and Pinterest mainly drives uh, browsers to your website. So as long as you have a blog. You have a blog explaining the benefits of uh, practicing martial arts, uh, uh, the benefits of it, um, why should one train, uh, why should one indulge themselves in martial arts? Is it fun? How the benefit that it brings? With Pinterest, you can still drive traffic to your website and uh, give them more knowledge and more insight. I usually like to say Pinterest is like a movie trailer. It gives you a, a tiny, a tiny peek into what you're serving. The same thing goes with the coaching consultancy. It shows a small glimpse, a small glimpse of what you're offering. And as long as you've captured their attention and when they click on that pin, they'll go to your website. So I like to say Pinterest is a, web, a website uh, driver. It drives people to your website. Uh, so if you want to uh, if you want to measure yourselves mainly with websites and uh, you have a blog, we want people to get more knowledgeable, to understand the systematics of the business, or to understand more about martial arts, for example, or why should they take a pick a coaching service, uh, let's say, for example, in health and wellness, why should they invest in a health and wellness coach? Pinterest will be perfect to, uh, for you to drive traffic to your website. I believe Instagram, I say Instagram and Facebook uh, as uh, the best platforms to create a community an audience community because they have uh, features that enable that. You can, uh, in Facebook, you can create groups where people feel that they can voice their opinions and get heard. With Instagram, you can also create an um, exclusive subscribing or you can also indulge them in parts of the comments or the DMs. That's what I believe in terms of Instagram and, uh, and Facebook. Pinterest, there I stated earlier, it's a website driver. It drives people to your website. It works wonders with photographers, especially with the, with the different seasons. Uh, people like the fall season photography or they like the Christmas setting. They like that kind of photographs. So it drives a lot of traffic to um, 
that's for example with the sport photographers it drives a lot of traffic to their website and their bookings and um tiktok i believe it's a platform that doesn't majorly focus on audience engagement or building a community tiktok is a platform that key or constantly uh, brings out your content to new people so your content will always go to a fresher and fresher audience people new people will get to see the products that you're serving uh, you're providing the products that you're selling so that they'll be able to get a glimpse of it and through tiktok tiktok you can inform them to click the link where they can go to your instagram where you can continue building an, an audience because um, we have a, we have had unfortunate incidents uh, where tiktok uh, uh, influencers hold the meet and greet but uh, zero to close to none people show up. This is because TikTok is not focusing on the terms of building a, an audience. When you check the uh, TikTok platform, when you lo uh, download it and log in, you'll find they'll take you to the For You page. They won't take you to the following. Why are they taking you to the For You page? They want you to see new content that you haven't interacted with before. So thus, uh, if you want to build an audience, if you're focusing on creating a community, a safe space for your target audience, I highly recommend Facebook and Instagram. If you want to keep your, if it's a, if you have a product that needs uh, to be put forward to new and new, new faces, you can utilize TikTok, yes. What do you say to people who are moving away from Facebook? I mean, I'm, I'll raise my hand on that one. I'm I'm exploring new avenues and moving, shifting away from Facebook. I've been an entrepreneur for 14 years. I've seen Facebook really make a lot of changes as far as the engagement, what I get out of it. And I haven't really been able to grow my community for quite a while. It's the algorithms and some of the groups, um, you know, controlling, uh, you know, you never want to control a conversation, but, you know, for example, I've, I used to be in like a mommy group and, oh my gosh, they could be like the most brutal women to each other, honestly. So I think a lot of the negativity is what has steered me away and the lack of growth. And I do know that a lot of people are saying, you know, ah, Facebook, not so much. I, I you know, I don't want to do a group there. What do you say to those people? And also, let's kind of even look ahead at the new, the younger generations. I have teenagers. My daughter's 14. And I was talking to her about social media the other day because I just signed up for TikTok. I just posted my first TikTok video. And my kids are horrified because now mom is armed with TikTok. Um <laughs> But at the same time, you know, I was trying to say, like, am I going to use this personal or for business? Maybe a little bit of both. I'm not so sure. But my daughter, she made a comment. She goes, I have no interest in being on Facebook and probably never will. You're not going to see teenagers on Facebook. Well, teenagers are not my target audience, but think about them in five, six, seven, eight years. They are going to be potential entrepreneurs because this generation does grow up to groom to start their own businesses so if they're not liking facebook now and we're spending a lot of time growing our facebook communities are we missing out on an entire new generation of business owners and not making that connection or do we need to have a good balance of prepare for the newbies and and keep the existing and that's why you have facebook but start kind of shifting them into other spaces I know that was kind of long winded, but that's just a th 
thought of something I'm going through with, you know, right now. Um, with, uh, I believe the reason why more, most teenagers are getting more appealed, uh, if I would first, okay, let me rephrase it in this way. Facebook is still a good platform, but with the demographics that use Facebook mainly, that's what uh, is driving other people away from the platform. And Facebook in a way has kind of, uh, for many people that, as you say, that you face some negativity with Facebook. So, um, but with the statistics currently with, uh, that are supporting Facebook, it shows a lot of people are still depending on it. And uh, let me state it to you, Facebook, in the, uh, the uh, statistics that was released by, July, uh, by June of 2022, 13 to 17 years old, 4.5% are using Facebook. 18 to 24 years old, 18.5% uh, are using Facebook. 23, 25 to 34 years, 23.5% uh, are using Facebook. 35 to 44, 18%. 45 to 54, 13.7%. 55 to 64, 11%, and 10.8% are included with the 65 years, years old. So as you can see, the way you are stating as they venture into entrepreneurship, they'll be in that category of 25 to 34. <clears throat> so I believe with Facebook, if you have that older target generation, if especially your products do not resonate to the young, the teenagers or the young people, 18 to 24, you can majorly focus on Instagram, but with Facebook, um, if your target audience are within the demographic of 25 to 34, you can focus it on there. But uh, I, I usually say we are all unique. We might have saturated businesses, people having the same products, but how you uh, service yourself will make you unique. How you guide your Facebook, uh, Facebook group is how it will make you unique because you might uh in during testimonials some might say i've i've been in certain facebook groups so i don't feel my voice is hard or it kind of got toxic and got uh misled um and all that but in this certain group through uh, uh that is owned by this business owner i felt at peace where our voices are hard there's no toxic uh toxicness if there's anyone who's being toxic they were getting kicked out and i believe the reason why people are declining through facebook it's because there's a lot been an increase with a lot of scammers in facebook that are ruining a lot of reputation and also your page can easily be taken be taken down on facebook uh through some uh, minor mistakes or mistakes that you overlooked especially in terms of commenting or liking there's a lot of that it yeah, the rules on uh, Facebook are more, I don't know how to say, strict or lenient. It, it depends on the balance. So it depends on the demographic. But I would, uh, in terms of building, an, uh, in, I believe also with Instagram, it's a platform that shows their voices are hard. Because I've known a lot of people are complaining some certain issues with Facebook. Uh, some of them are not uh, implemented. But with also Instagram, that's why I'm comparing the two. With Instagram, people when they complain, their voices are heard. Like uh, we had the scenario where the leader, uh, one of the CEO of uh, Instagram, Mr. Musuri. I don't know if I'm mispronouncing the name. Um, if I'm mispronouncing, I apologize in advance. Uh, they had tried to roll out a feature where it made Instagram more like TikTok. But people were like, 
No, we came to Instagram because it is Instagram. We don't have Instagram to look like TikTok. A lot of people protested and Instagram took a note of that. They had their voices and now they, they took back the, the changes. They, wrote, uh, they abolished that kind of update and now Instagram is back to being more like Instagram. So I'd like to say it also depends with how the both platforms carry themselves. That's why you'll see more people lenient on Instagram more than Facebook. Okay, very good. I think on the last note, I want to bring something up. I, I'm from the advertising space, back old school. I used to work for a newspaper, okay? So that, when I worked for a newspaper, we always talked about top of mind awareness with our clients, that in order for them to achieve balance in advertising, they needed to remain top of mind to the consumer, so top of mind awareness back then could be sharing your ad dollars with different spaces, different mediums. That could be newspaper, uh, magazine, radio, telephone books back then, <laughs> um, print and deliver. And, and then we grew into some internet spaces. If we were solely looking at social media, to stay relevant, share that space, and remain top of mind. What would be your four top picks? Um, I'll choose one, number one, Instagram stories. That's a lovely, lovely way to stay uh, top of mind because you'll be able to get uh, real-time data with uh, what the needs of your audiences is. Calls, the other thing is calls. Um, those are the two main. And also in terms of comments, you know, you can create a content that then you'll, you'll try to ask them, is there anything that you wanted to add? Is there anything that you'd like to criticize? Is there an opinion that you'd like to state? So those are the three way, uh, three top most ways we are, you can stay top of mind because, you know, with the newspapers, currently not a lot of people are reading newspapers with the, <laughs> yes. And, we are a lot and they of don't have phone books either. So I'll just bring that up. Like I said, I go way back in the advertising world where there was, you know, I mean, even magazines, there's people prefer digital platforms. So, you know, I mean, so back then you had a choice of kind of a top tier section to to yeah. spread your ad dollars. in. so if you're now, you know, spreading your time through social media, I like this list you're coming up with. Uh, and also the other thing, networking events, because I've seen, I've actually been in a networking event where someone was conducting some market research. I wanted to stay top of, understand the, 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 uh, the mindset of the targeted clients that they want. Uh, they were focusing, she was focusing on female entrepreneurs. So she was conducting statistics. And actually now I received her email this week. She's actually uh, launching a webinar. Then now she launched her course and she has interviewed over 50 people so that's how also through the, I also believe through the networking events because social media, as I said, has, be, has made the world become a small village. Now somebody from Florida can interview somebody from Canada. Somebody from Florida can interview somebody from New York. You see, with ease at the comfort of their home. And also that you get even more and more statistics and uh, you'll be able to stay in on top of uh, what is needed currently because it also changes with time. Well, we're an example of that. I mean, we met on Clubhouse. And where do you live? Oh, I'm from Kenya. And I'm in Los Angeles. So <laughs> see how we yeah. make that connection? I think that's incredible. You know, our space has only really grown 
expanded yet become more intimate and coming together. So technology is wonderful. If you're a new entrepreneur, I could see it being really overwhelming. And I think there are a lot of new entrepreneurs because of the pandemic. People may have lost their job, decided they didn't like their job. They didn't go back to what they were doing before and they started their own business. So my tip here on social media is if you are a new entrepreneur, stick with what you are really good at, which is your content or your product and service and being the creator of your business, not all the marketing. So maybe pick up a virtual assistant who's going to help you maybe start with the social media because you can't dive in and be an expert on all of them all at once, especially when you're shifting from personal use to professional use. You're going to spend all your time on social media and not your company. So I know in 2023, as we enter a new year and a challenging year coming through a pandemic and making a lot of changes and shifts with business, I am really trying to make a commitment to add a done-for-you service to my uh, platform to my business for next year because I am one of those do-it-yourselfers. But in running a business for 14 years, things were introduced a little bit at, at a time. I didn't have to start my own website all at once. I didn't have to start all my media social media all at once. It was, you know, I didn't have to create my own graphics and learn Canva. They didn't have Canva. So everything's been introduced in stages to where I've been able to keep up on it. But I do feel like social media has held me back or I have been held back by not jumping into platforms that I should be in because I don't have the time. So I do appreciate uh, people like you who are willing to take on that job on the side with your own business. Before we wrap up, this has been a wonderful 15 minute reset on social media. So hopefully, you know, whether you like Facebook, don't like Facebook, I brought it up just personally, because I, I, I'm i really glad what you shared with that. It kind of makes me rethink how I, I was ready to make a, a complete dump and jump out of <laughs> Facebook. I'm like, okay, not, not with what she just told me. And so that was my takeaway and my reset. Um, for our podcast. Um, I'll go ahead and drop in show notes how to reach you. But as far as our audio only listeners on radio, tell us how to find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my, uh, it's at lolex.v.assistant. And the spelling of lolex is L-O-R-L-E-X. L-O-R-L-E-X dot V dot assistant. That's my Instagram page. You can look for me through LinkedIn. My name is Loda Mwaura. <laughs> yes. And um, I'll be happy to connect with you. I'll be happy to answer your questions. And thank you, Lori, for having me. This is my first time here on a podcast. I don't know if I did well. I'm, I was kind of nervous because I don't. I didn't know <laughs> what what I'll uh, what I'll say. But thanks to the questions that you provided, uh, the content just flowed freely from my mind. And thank you for making me feel comfortable enough. Uh, because now my nerves my nerves are calm. <laughs> I was okay. so nervous. Well, that's why I like to set up a, a, you know, set this up as a 15 minute reset, because it's like you and I are even taking a reset and just having a conversation. We didn't have pre-scripted interview questions. I knew your name, your business and a topic. And I really think that a, a, the perfect reset is that you just go with what the conversation kind of, where it kind of leads you. You know, I didn't have any expectations on where, what we we're going to talk about, about social media. It's in our lives. So it's easy to have a conversation about. You did wonderful. And so, thank and I'd you. love to have you back. So thank you very much. 
And that's going to be it for today's 15-minute reset. Thank you for being here, Lorna. Thank you.